Sales win rates have plummeted to a mere 17%, and outdated technology and tedious manual processes are to blame. Meanwhile, managers lack the visibility they need to hold their teams accountable. But imagine a world in which these crippling issues are solved automatically. Revenue.io automates the most frustrating parts of sales so reps can focus on what they do best, selling. Completely automate pre-call research, logging conversation data in your CRM, writing post-conversation recap emails, and prioritized outreach. And as reps book more meetings and close more deals, managers gain the real-time insight they need to scale what's working across their entire team. Ready to say goodbye to tedious sales processes and watch your win rate soar? Head over to Revenue.io to learn more. Hey friends, looking for some great business content other than right here on Accelerate? Then check out C-Suite TV and watch in-depth interviews with business content for C-Suite leaders and entrepreneurs, including an interview with me, your favorite podcast host. And it's all on demand. Watch and get insider secrets on demand by going to csuitetv.com. That's c-suitetv.com. Business insights on demand. Okay, let's do the show. It's time to accelerate. Hey, friends, this is Andy. Welcome to episode 473 of Accelerate the sales podcast of record where I hold in-depth conversations with today's leading experts in sales, marketing, and leadership six days a week. Now, before I jump to the show, I want to ask you, did you know that studies have found that a cost of a bad sales hire is four to seven times the annual salary of a position? <laughs> that's, that's a big ouch. I mean, if, if you're a sales leader, you can't afford this. You can't afford to make a bad hire. In fact, nobody can. So to help you, I've created a playbook that helps you develop a process to hire the right sales candidates for your company. That's called How to Hire a Winning Sales Team. That's free. Just go to accelerate.fm forward slash winning to download How to Hire a Winning Sales Team. Again, that's accelerate.fm forward slash winning to get your free copy today. So joining me on Accelerate is Stephen Benson, CEO of badgermapping.com. Now, with all the noise being made about inside sales these days, you'd almost be forgiven for forgetting that the vast majority, the vast majority of sales professionals are still out in the field, meeting customers every day, face-to-face, calling on customers, driving to and from calls. And so being able to plan calls in an orderly fashion to optimize your time and your productivity is really key. And that's what Badger Badger Mapping helps with. It's an app for route planning, scheduling, to help outside sales reps save up to 10 hours every week in their busy work so they can focus on selling more. So we're going to talk about outside sales, field sales today with Steve Benson. Steven, welcome to Accelerate. Hi, Andy. Uh, really excited to be here. Well, good. Well, glad to have you. A fellow Badger, uh, both of us from That's Wisconsin. Right. That's right. Actually, we have our paths crossed in, in several instances in the past, I think. Though I think you're lagging behind me, but you're, I guess, <laughs> following the trail that I'd forged from Wisconsin to California. So, um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Packer fans, both of us. Absolutely. All right. So, yeah, this would sort of come to a surprise, I think, for many who have listened to this show or, or read anything about sales. But, you know, there's still a lot of outside sales reps out there. You know, you'd think people would be forgiven me for forgetting that there actually are outside sales reps and the whole world hasn't gone inside. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the, it's just, it's by, it's industry by industry and in software software, especially SaaS software, given its relative inexpense to uh, traditional software and just the way it goes to market. Um, 
commonly goes to goes to market with inside sales, but tons and tons of of uh, companies in in the in economies around the world go to market with outside sales and and, and they will continue to i believe uh, a lot of people you know you you've heard people say oh outside sales is dead it's being replaced but it's 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 really not uh it's it's going very strong and i think it'll be here for for a long time the the uh you know a company can go to market over the internet um a company can go to market with inside sales people or it can go to market with outside sales people and probably a handful of other ways but um there are just certain products that you need. The only way to sell them, or the best way to sell them, and the most competitive way to sell them, is is with a, a strong field sales team that is, you know, out pounding the pavement, get in front of the decision makers, and um, and, uh, and and communicating their message about why their product is is the best fit. Yeah, well, I think even SaaS companies, there's no question that their close rates would be higher if they were out in front of their customers. But as you said, the economics just don't support that type of selling. So yeah. Uh, if it did, and a company you know said, "Okay, well, we're going to go inside." Yeah, I'd love to be the outside sales force competing against them because we'd win a lot. I mean, uh, absolutely, there's a value to actually, be in, there's value to be in front of the customer. If if again, if your business model can support it, absolutely, we, we've actually seen that. Um, we've seen. Are they coming Sorry, to get you? There's a, uh, <laughs> there's a fire engine going by here. We, we we've seen uh, customers of ours who their their competitors have tried to to to, to sell over the internet and uh, or or sell with inside sales and you know the, if if you are actually showing up with uh, with donuts and coffee for meetings and and you know the people it's it's just a huge uh, it's a huge advantage and and people people are often willing to pay a bit more for the relationship which covers the cost of sales and sometimes you know, sometimes your price can be competitive with uh, with a with a field sales team as opposed to an inside team as well um, just because you're selling more because you've got the relationship so mm-hmm. well what was the impetus to start badger mapping I mean what was the problem you were trying to solve and and uh, it's actually it was an age-old problem. I'm surprised no one has really solved it before. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, salespeople, you know, field salespeople have been solving the problem that we solve forever, right? They, you know, they've always been, you know, you, you, if your grandpa was a salesperson, he had maps and he had his customer list or lead lists, and uh, and he had. Uh, it, he he had a calendar that he kept he kept straight who which come who 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 he was going to be meeting with and when and uh and then that moved to you know in in the modern era it moved to a, a computer based calendar um don't make uh, me feel uh, dated <laughs> i mean my 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 sales you say the modern the modern era right I mean, I, I had a Rolodex when I started out, where I where, where right. I kept all my my information, and then the Palm Pilot came along, and yeah. and then uh, CRMs came along, and 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 the and maps also digitized, and you know went from Thomas know, paper Brothers, map, uh, yeah, exactly, it went from Thomas Brothers to uh, to actually you know a you know a map a map uh, a map point from Microsoft or uh, Streets and Trips or and and then uh, then Google Maps and and all. All these tools kind of have evolved, and, and all Badger did was we looked at these different things—the maps, the the calendar, and and the customer list—and said all this data needs to be in the same place. It needs to it, it needs to work together because salespeople spend a lot of time kind of managing this this process of their schedule and their route and who they're going to focus on. And um, and if you're a field salesperson, you just have this extra element of complexity that you don't have if you're an inside salesperson, which is the map. An inside salesperson needs to juggle 
you know the 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 customer data and and the schedule, but not the not 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 the map. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter where they are. They could be talking to Australia one minute and England the next. So um, it, it's uh, it's this extra layer of complexity that that field salespeople have that that can be the the difference between success and failure in a sales role. And uh, and and our goal was to when we set out was to solve this problem. Um, you know, I, I in terms of where the idea came from. You know, I, I'm I'm no genius. I just I happen to be a field salesperson, and one of the products that I was selling when I was at Google uh, was the was was the Google Map, and 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 so I had I was selling the I, I knew how to use I knew, I understood what Google Maps could do mm-hmm. really well, and I was like, oh, we because you, you know they they basically came out with this way. I don't know, eight years ago, seven years ago, that you can build build software on top of of Google Maps, uh, and, right. and I, so I was selling the tool that would fix a problem that I had, and I knew a lot of other people had, and uh, and and so I realized that that there there could be a, a valuable solution created for this huge swath of of people. Yeah, I mean, route management software to some degree has existed for quite some time. I mean, you have all the, you know, route drivers back in the day, like driving the bakery trucks or the Frito-Lay trucks. They were, in essence, salespeople. Oh, you know, they, they were driving the trucks, but in essence, they were sellers. And yeah, they had a route map that they got and a route listing every day, but never really extended much to business-to-business salespeople. Right. Right, and uh, and and truck routing is a slightly there, there's there's a bunch of truck routing companies, and that's a slightly different problem. It looks similar from five feet away, but if you actually look at what it's doing, it's different. A uh, a trucking company, you know, they might have oh, we have these four hundred things we have to deliver, or you know, we have to deliver the daily bread to these four hundred different customers, or whatever it is they're delivering, and we have fifteen trucks, and we need the best way to just get to those those places. In the most efficient way, it doesn't matter when. There's not there's not appointments, and we have to drop this stuff off. It's just we have to use our 15 trucks to deliver to these 400 places in, in you know the next five hours, and that's a different that's a different problem than what a, a field salesperson has, where it generally matters when they're going to go to a certain place, and it's them efficiently managing their territory as opposed to um, uh, they. You don't take 15 sales reps and and re reroute all of them on a daily basis um, <laughs> no <laughs> based on and, and have them see everyone at any time the way you would if you were delivering you know delivering uh, pastries or something to all the, the coffee shops well one of the sort of interesting conceits I would say of people involved with inside sales is that selling is simpler when you're in the field right that things are so complex now if you're an inside salesperson and yeah. interested in your take on that yeah I mean it, it's uh Technology has changed the job of inside sales much more than it has changed the job of outside sales. Um, and a lot of technologies, um, at, they, they make things more efficient, but they also add complexity uh, to the inside salesperson's life. I mean, you know, I, you know, we're we're a SaaS business, and SaaS, you know, software companies of this nature tend to sell with inside salespeople. And the, and I, I think because. Maybe it's just because this is the industry investors know about. Um, you know, the inside sales world. That's what, that's what's gotten a lot of investment. But there's a million inside sales tools. Um, one of the bigger ones is called InsideSales.com, actually. But sure, yeah, no, I'm they, quite they, familiar with them. <laughs> there's uh, we we almost named this company OutsideSales.com, but we were. <laughs> <laughs> but I I liked the concept of animals, so uh, <laughs> I thought it was more memorable. But well, yeah, I think that's um, I think that's interesting. So, you know, your app you sort of have three 
primary benefits that you tout as first is optimizing a route. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're all about productivity, time efficiency is is you know, I think people really never realize that wow, yeah, if you're setting up a set of calls, and I think back to my own time in the field, is yeah, I could have used something like this because I was uh I'm sure not optimizing my my time effectively in order to maximize the number of calls I could make. Yeah, well, I mean, people people have always been doing this, and they and and especially the great salespeople who are in the field, they're just excellent at it, and and they can and they're doing it in their mind. But the, it's a you can't do it well with your with the human brain can't. It's a really complex math problem, and and so it's not something that the human you can kind of intuit it and kind of you know take a guess, but it, it, uh, you're, you're always leaving value on the table. Um, it's like a accountant not having a calculator. Um, you, you know, they could do their job, you know, with a, with a chalkboard and they used to, but it's a lot easier now that there's Excel and QuickBooks and, and all, you know, I mean, even the, even the calculator changed, changed their lives, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. But, you know it, dating myself, I sold some of those early calculators. So, so oh, yeah. what what factors are you guys taking into account when you're looking at the route and how you optimize that? Well, so we have a lot of tools to help the help the we we can give you here is the optimized route, but it's really a part of a of, of a bigger workflow. The first thing to do is we help people focus on who they need to focus on. So we, and 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 it's not it's less prescriptive. It's we give the rep the tools to manage their time better, and so we give the rep the ability to view their all their customers and their entire territory in a map, and you know in in ten seconds filter down to the ones that they want to they want to focus on right now, given what's going on for them. So maybe they, you know, they maybe they have maybe they say, oh, you know, it'd be a good idea is to focus on cross selling customers that have this characteristic but not that characteristic. Like they're at least this big and they're using this much of this product, but they're not buying any of this product line. For example, let me focus in on those. Who who are, who are those? I want to know who that is. And so or you're running a campaign. You say, yeah, I want to sort customers by this juice point about an upsell, right? Exactly. These criteria because they could be good upgrade candidates, and so you can then Mm -hmm. sort your visually on the map. You sort your accounts by that. And and sales reps are constantly doing this, right? They're always thinking about how to better, you know, juggle their their territories. So that's really the first thing is helping them, giving them a tool to figure out who to focus on given given the criteria that they set. And it's really useful to be able to set that up in ten seconds on a map, right? Mm -hmm. Just by tapping a few buttons. So that's the first thing is is who do I focus on? Then, given who I'm focusing on, uh, who do who do I want to actually see, you know, at a given time? given where I'm going to be already. So, you know, you're from the Bay Area, for example, if you're going to be, you know, out in the, out in the East Bay of the Bay Area, mm-hmm. so for 20 miles away from San Francisco, um, you know, you, you know, you're going to be out there anyway, who else do you, who else do you want to see? And, and, and that it makes it very, Badger makes it very easy to see, okay, these are the people that are important who are out there and you just take your, your finger and trace, trace the area that you're, that that's a good, all the people that are kind of on the way, um, going out that way and, and, and just grab them. We call that the lasso tool. We just, where you can just like trace on the map and say, okay, grab all these guys, toss them on a route for me. Um, and then we'll, we'll optimize that route for you. And so this is all, you know, just so people and, know, this is a mobile app. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a mobile app, and it also works on your computer. But yeah, it works on your iPhone or your or your Android, um, but uh, iPad. But the but the the idea there is we very we've now very easily helped you figure out who do you want to focus on, given where you're going to be tomorrow, and then we give you the ability to kind of 
uh, either set certain times on the schedule. Like, oh, I, I know I got to meet this guy at two o'clock, so let me let me move that to two o'clock. Let me let me make that a set meeting. Let me move the oh, I've got to see this guy. I don't. I'm I, if I have time, I'll see this guy. I'll just drop in. So there's ways of like kind of we we have a very easy way of kind of setting giving the rep the ability to in you know in a minute set up their whole day basically and they've always they've always been doing this it's just it's it's a real pain there's a lot of there's a lot of busy work and that's really what badger badger is all about is doing busy work uh in an automated fashion and giving for these field salespeople. so is there any well yeah once you sort of let's say circled using the lasso tool you circled certain accounts and maybe you're doing this can you do it like a week ahead mine what's the planning horizon you can oh support? sure yeah uh, so, we actually find that that's a, a great question. Um, I, I can tell you used to be in field sales. <laughs> so so uh, y- yeah, I mean, because a lot of times your your days aren't just crystallized instantly. It's like, oh well, I know I've got to meet this guy, in, you know, in two Thursdays from now. I've got and I I talk to him. I have an appointment with him. And so now let me kind of start filling out that day and going back to it. And all your days kind of have random random things you have to do. Mm-hmm. And and so with Badger, you can kind of save all these save all these. These the, these beginnings of routes, and then kind of click through them and and see uh, where will I be on this day, where will I be on that day, um, with, with and really plan. We we found that planning a week out and really kind of having always thinking about what you're going to be doing for the next week. And every rep would would love to do this. It's just such a pain that they often aren't like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. they they know one thing they're going to be doing next tuesday but they don't know you know it's a week out they don't know everything they're going to be doing next tuesday but if they if people that kind of are planning and setting up set meetings a week in advance get more meetings higher quality meetings um and uh you know with a better set agenda that, and, and and are able to sell more so we, we've seen we've seen across the board whether you're selling you know beverages or auto parts or Whatever the whatever the thing is that you're selling, we we found that there's this common thread of people that save more routes out into the future in our product, um, uh, uh, kind of say they're more successful. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's a real driver of of value for them to kind of give them this planning and routing tool. So again, back to this idea of of lassoing uh, certain mm-hmm. accounts in a certain area. Again, planning a week out. Do you integrate with any sort of you know sales tech or martech product where you could you know put those names yeah. into a campaign and say okay or to a cadence and say okay yeah you know, I want to reach out and start scheduling appointments with these people yeah absolutely I mean so Badger uh, Badger really enhances the CRM system which is where most people keep their customer data and figure out who you know figure out who they're gonna gonna be. Uh, going to be focused on and and so what badger will do and you don't need a crm to use badger obviously you can just use it with your a spreadsheet of your customer data but if you have a crm we what badger does is is click in with the crm and uh and then display the data from the crm on the map so your maybe your business intelligence team or your marketing team creates a campaign and says oh we you know these are the companies that are a's right now these are b's and uh we want everybody to make sure they they visit the a's this becomes really easy with Badger because they they push that out and say these are the A's. Badger can see that, and then Badger can say, okay, well, the rep can say, okay, just show me the A's in the map. I want to make sure I I get all of the A's on our, on a route in the next three weeks, and then I'll fill in the B's onto those routes. But with the A's, can I take a step further and say, okay, I'm gonna send them an email. Yeah, you know, I want to send all the sure. A's an email saying I'm gonna be in your area on Tuesday, you know, February twentieth. 28th um, so Badger yeah. has the ability to send emails right out of Badger. Yeah. Oh, and uh, okay. 
but the but the your your CR people your CRM often will have like a mail merge concept mm-hmm. where where you can where right. you can send an email to everyone at once, um, which is really nice. Badger does Badger does cl- kind of collect activities that that you're doing, so a, a meeting or an email or a phone number that or a phone call that you've done with a customer. Badger will capture that data, and it's really nice because the reps already got it open on his on his. The capturing of data from the field is often a big pain point that, mm-hmm. that we see. And Badger makes it really easy because they can uh, they can just use it on the, right on their phone, and they can say, "Okay, I had a meeting with this guy," um, and then all the all the questions that get asked are, are customized and different for every customer. Obviously, a, a customer of ours, so it's like, "Oh, well, this company might say, uh, okay, did, did did I meet with the decision maker? Yes, no. Did I discuss the blah 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 product line? Yes, no. Um, did I get to leave a sample? Yes, no. So they they click through those those they click through those drop downs in two seconds." Then that data is all captured, time and date stamped, sent back to the CRM, and that that solves this pain point of oh we're not it, with field sales teams. People are always like the, the the other parts of the organization are always on the on the sales guy's case for not collecting all the data when they're in the field, and the sales guy's like, dude, I'm running around like a I'm like a chicken with my head cut off. I don't I can't pull over at a Starbucks and VPN into the CRM to to you know to 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 upload this data, but with Badger it just because Badge is already connected with the CRM, we just send the data into the CRM um, right from this interface that they're already kind of routing themselves mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. A to point B to point C already, and uh, and so we 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 make that a very easy process for for everyone. So the company gets the data that they wanted, and the rep the rep uh, gets people off their case. Interesting. And so, so from a management perspective, then does Badger, you know, if you're a manager, you want to know where sales rep A B A is, you can log in and find out uh we don't have we don't uh we don't have the we don't we don't track the rep meaning oh right now they are at the corner of you know fifth and lawton there there's already a million ways to do that um and and, and that's we 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 philosophically don't don't think that that's kind of the value proposition of being able to really track the rep if you want to do that just turn on you know your sharing location on your iphone and you can see them um but uh, but all the, it's the data that the rep is entering into their phone about the meetings that they're doing mm-hmm. that gets sent back to to uh, to the CRM or to the company. And, and if it's a company that doesn't have a CRM, then we actually have some some pretty nice reporting capabilities that we'll send we'll send all this data back so that that even if you don't have a CRM and and, and you're kind of you, you're we, we you still can now get all this data. And start doing things with it. You can see see what's happening out in the field if you're a manager. Which is so we have a bunch of tools for managers that really make. It's not about micromanage. We don't we don't enable micromanagement. We uh, the goal is to take away the need to be micromanaging. It's it's to the goal is to say. Well, we don't need to kind of be checking up on you and and writing writing on your case, right? Because we because we can see that we like. There, there's always this big. There's there's often kind of a suspicion of oh, what are the reps doing in the field really? And with if, with Badger, there's no there's no question. They're like oh, I can see all. The, I can see exactly that these are the meetings that occurred. This is fantastic, and all the data is getting sent back. So you, it becomes less about 
are you doing things? And it be in the conver- it, sh- it shifts the conversation from the manager kind of needing to micromanage and check are you doing things, and it shifts the conversation to, oh, I see you met with uh, with John John Miller on uh, on Tuesday of this week. How did that? Mean? And, and these are the notes from it. I saw those, those those were interesting. I was just scanning through your whole week here. What 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 happened in that meeting? Uh, what was the? What did, did do you think you got a shot at that deal? Like that? It it shifts the conversation more to that versus. Were you working on Tuesday? <laughs> so. Yeah, and I, yeah, I wasn't really referring to that per se. I mean, so, but you're right. I mean, there's always this curiosity of people in the field, you know, fairly or not. You know, are they are they working? And and you know, I guess sort of a question is is so what other aspect of Badger you find enables managers to really sort of gauge productivity of the people? Um. So. Uh, so the the key thing that Badger does to to help people be more productive is help them get. I mean, the measure the the measurable things are most companies are are kind of tracking mileage. People that are using Badger tend to have the, their mileage when they put Badger in place. The the miles that they're driving drops because they're just driving more efficient routes. They're, they they tighten they tighten their drive time basically. They're mm-hmm. getting this, they, they tighten their drive time, but then they're then the other me- measurable metric is they get more meetings. Um, harder harder to fo- harder to man for harder to measure, but if you actually have things in place like percentage of A accounts being met with, sure, um, you'll see that you'll see those types of metrics go up too if you're if you're tracking things like that. Um, so it, it's it's less miles driven, more meetings, and the meetings are are more focused on on the people that you. Uh, the company would w- and and the, the rep would want them to be focused on. Okay, I mean, to me, you're sort of an interesting case. So, it, it, without digressing too much, but I mean, you're. I was wondering what it was like to pitch to investors. Is that yeah, we're a SaaS play, but we've got this field sales application, and because yeah, oftentimes investors these days, at least, uh, <laughs> you don't have to paint them all with the same brush in, in the valley, but pretty hostile to to companies that need to <laughs> fund field sales forces. So I oh that yeah, was they, an interesting play. Yeah, well, they they don't. I mean, I'd say that the vast majority of VCs would, and I don't want to put words in their mouth or mouths or anything, but I, I feel like they they wouldn't like it if a if a SaaS company was like, oh, we're going to have a field sales team, and, and that you know the they they've. I think that a lot of them have seen companies have expensive sales forces, and and that really be a a, a big cost to the business to the business. Um, uh, it's hard to. Well, I was, well, I was you speaking, know I was speaking more I, to their conviction about the fact that the need for a field sales force is, in many of their minds, is going away. Therefore, yes, what do they that, see as a long-term future and in investment in a company that's that's supporting field sales? Yeah, well, for the investors that we that we talked with, over, I mean, I. I I would know if uh, I would know in an investor meeting pretty quickly if they were like, "So, what is field sales again? Does anyone still do that?" And it's yeah. like, "Yeah, have you been anywhere out of the valley ever?" Because exactly <laughs> in, in out this of, industry, out of the right, right in 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 the software industry, yes, field sales is is not the way that people go to market in general. However, med device, pharmaceutical. Um, these areas of the economy that are actually far, far larger. This is the way they go to market. Um, you know, whether you're selling. I mean, 
I, I've seen people that sell cans of tomatoes to restaurants. Uh, use sure. uh, you have a field sales team, and, I've, and you know beer getting sold to bars. I mean, lot so many things in the economy pass through the hands of field salespeople. But uh, but yeah, you're totally right. It's a, it, I did get in some funny conversations where you spend half the time being like, no, this really does exist. And they're like, I've never <laughs> seen that happen. I, I feel like every time I've seen that happen, it's just killed the company. And you're like, well, yes, it's yeah. hard to grow a small SaaS company with a, with a field sales team because of the expense of it. But, but that's just this one industry that, that, you know, the, the, the vast the, majority the, of sales professionals today are still field sales reps. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's on, as you said, that balance is, uh, the balance is changing, but it's, the majority aren't going to become inside sales anytime soon. So, at least in my right. mind. So, um, well, it's it's actually it's a really interesting uh, thought of you know, um, in terms of what what jobs are safe in the future. For example, uh, there, there's a lot of things that are outsourceable or automatable or could be done by a robot or uh, you know will you know will will go overseas, but there are jobs like being a field salesperson that will not. I mean, there, there, some of those historically field sales jobs will become inside sales jobs or, or the way that industry goes to market will become over the internet. Mm -hmm. But, um, a lot of field sales jobs will be here in 25 years, which, you know, there's lots of other industries that you could argue, uh, you could probably, you know, use AI software to automate that, or, uh, you could build that with a robot or, oh, you could do that from Pakistan. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of jobs that'll be under pressure, and I, I I don't think that field sales will will uh, be one of them. Yeah, well, I think perhaps somewhat ironically is that the segment of the sales profession that perhaps is under the biggest threat of being automated is actually inside sales. So, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, ironically again. So, so our last question is so on this topic. So, when you do talk to your your clients, sort of to the point you were just making, what are they telling you about the future of of their outside sales teams? How do they see it evolving? Oh, I mean, I would say the vast majority of our customers, no one's like, oh, we're trying to get rid of the field sales team to switch this, to, to make it a, uh, <laughs> to make it an inside team. Like there's, there's not another, there's not like a transition happening across our companies that, that I talk to and sales mm-hmm. managers that I talk to. I would, I wouldn't say there's any kind of trending, Oh, we're we're getting rid of this. It, it's quite the. I mean, it, it is the way they they do it, and the way that I don't see an, I don't see the them changing that at all. Like it's it remain like to, to most of them, it would be incomprehensible. They'd be like, no, of course we can't do that. Oh, yeah, you're right. We'd love we the the CFO would love us to uh, to fire these hundred guys and just sell this stuff online and save all their salaries. But guess what? We wouldn't sell anything. <laughs> so so they, got it. I, I don't see any trend of that going away at all. Okay, good. All right, well, Steve, we're going to come to sort of the final part of the show. I've got some standard questions I ask all my guests, and sort of rapid-fire questions. You can give me one-word answers or elaborate if you wish, but uh, just, just four of them real quickly. So the first one is when you, Steve Benson, are out selling, what's your most powerful sales attribute? Um, what's my most, most powerful sales attribute? Um, I'd say that... Uh, the most important thing I do is I, I view myself as an educator um, more than anything else, and I'm I'm not 
you know, talking, I'm not doing the early calls, but I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm often, I, I spend a lot of time talking to customers and selling and, and that's, you know, my background and kind of what I feel more, most comfortable doing in the world. Sure, so that sure. I, I end up doing, playing that role a lot is, you know, jumping on, jumping on deals and helping reps unstick things. And, um, I'd say my, I, 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 I view myself more than anything as an educator of, of my, of my sales team and of, of, uh, and of my customers and, okay. and by kind of approaching it from that perspective, I think is my most powerful, uh, attribute. Okay. Who's your sales role model? My sales role model. Um, I've had, I've had a ton of role models over the years. Uh, yeah, I, I, I try to, I try not to learn things the hard way. I try to learn from people that are, uh, that are, that are more talented than I am. Uh, over the years, uh, you know, coworkers that I had. I mean, I, my worked at IBM mm-hmm. and uh, Autonomy, which got bought by AP, HP, sure. and at Google, and and uh, all, all those sales organizations were really had some real strength to them and really you know deep benches. Uh, and I, I'd say my most of my role models came from were, were guys that were senior on the team um, on those different teams and and managers. I had some great managers over the years that uh, and and just watching the way. I mean, there's probably five or six of them that, that, okay. that jump out to me. They're not like famous authors of, of sales or anything. They're just, you know, guys that, that I, I just learned from and mimicked. Got it. Yeah, I mean, it's very common. So uh, next to last question, what's one book you'd recommend every salesperson read? One book? Um, well, I mean, the... the uh, hmm. For sales specifically, or just in general, that I think in uh, general that I think is a good thing for yeah, in general. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, the one that I'm one that I've been reading a lot lately is uh, is the um, I always forget the name of it. The uh, I don't love the name of the. Let me look it up here. <laughs> <laughs> the, I always forget this name for some reason. It's like something. There's a. Uh, Disaster. Oh, from impossible to inevitable. Oh, okay. That's that's one of my. That's one that I read. Uh, it's a pretty new book. I mean, sure. it just came out Aaron in 2016. Ross, Jason Lincoln, Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, I don't know if this is good for. This wouldn't be a good book for my my customers to read, uh, because it's it's very focused on SaaS sales. But uh, but it's one that's probably been more the most. Uh, inf- influential to me in the in the past year and a half or so okay year i don't that's a good book. i think it came out about a year ago actually but that it was almost exactly that's, uh, for some reason i can never remember the name from impossible to inevitable yeah. but it's uh, it's it's uh, really they've got some really great really great thoughts in there that that i really enjoyed seeing, reading about okay yeah good good book recommended so last question is what music's on your playlist these days um, what music's on my playlist? Well, I, 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 so I listen to Pandora because I don't, I don't love, um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I haven't had, I've always wanted to like curate playlists and like spend a ton of time, like having every, every sure. playlist for every mood or type of music that I want to listen to. And, uh, and I never do that. So I just instead let Pandora do it for me. And, uh, and so what I listened to uh, the chains like the last month or so. I've been listening to the chain smokers a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that I'm that I listen to, uh, I listen to a lot of Dave Matthews band. Um, Dave Matthews, gosh, yeah, but from back from back in the day, back you know? in the day, little 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 dragon. Okay, so those are kind of the, good stuff. And I do I do a lot of classic rock. 
um, yeah. as well. So uh, depending on uh, depending on mood, I've got different things that okay. I like to listen to. Well, excellent. Well, Steve, thanks very much for joining me today. So tell folks how they can find out more about Badger Mapping or connect with you. Um, well, I mean, the, the best place to uh, so we have a free trial, and uh, you know, and and I I'm, I'm happy to extend a. A, a, a two free months to your listeners just as kind of a, a bonus for for having listened to to us ramble on for this long oh, um, just, just mention this uh mention the mention uh the the, the name of the you know, the name here of the yeah of the podcast and, and just say oh i heard about this on the accelerate podcast and and i'll i'll instruct our team to to apply two free months to your account and, and there's a free trial as well so you, you don't have to sign up to try this stuff out but it's if you're in field sales um, you know, this will, this shaves a lot, shaves a lot of time and saves a lot of energy and helps you perform better. So it's, uh, a, check it out. You, the best place is just check it out on the website and sign up for a free trial and, and, uh, and our, our reps will kind of set it all up for you and get you going. All right. Perfect. Well, good. Steve, again, thanks again. And uh, friends, thank you for spending this time with us today. Please join us again tomorrow. Until then, I'd really appreciate if you went to iTunes and subscribed, left a review for Accelerate, because I want to hear what you have to say, whether it's good or bad. And if you take a screenshot of your, your review and email it to me at reviews at accelerate.fm, I'll send you a free digital copy of my award-winning book, Zero Time Selling, 10 Essential Steps to Accelerate Every Company's Sales. So thanks again for joining me. And until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Sales strategists at Revenue.io, we're not just imagining the future of sales, we're building it. We offer the world's most complete platform for revenue teams, and we're featured in the most recent Forrester Waves for both sales engagement and conversation intelligence. With Revenue.io, you can slash call prep time to seconds, guide your reps in real time to have more successful conversations, and after calls, we generate ready-to-send recap emails so sellers can keep deals soaring toward the finish line at light speed. See the future of sales now at Revenue.io.